good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well i hope all is good with you in your world um, i pray all is well with you um yeah and i hope that the peace of god which passes all understanding reigns in your hearts and in your mind it is a very very <laughs> so it's, it's december in nigeria but oh gosh it's just been a very very remarkable year and it's not letting up yet but jesus is lord we thank god for his mercies so today i'm going to be musing on something that i'm a bit conflicted about the title but anyway let me just share what's in my heart it's um either going to be called endure hardness or endure till the end i actually think i'm tilting more in the in the realm of endure till the end but really it's about endurance and what the bible has to say about it and um Where do I start from? So, I think I'm getting to that stage in life when I'm beginning to realize that this life is really a marathon. When they say a marathon, it's a race of endurance. It's a race of stamina. It's not really, it's not a sprint at all. It's not. And it's funny because growing up, we all really thought it was a sprint. We thought, you know, getting through things as fast as possible was the most important thing. We also sort of thought that, at least I, let me speak for myself like I always do, I thought that, I thought life was meant to be fun, was meant to be easy. I felt that, you know, there were certain things that you should take for granted, like happiness, peace, and joy. And now I realize that those things are not things you can take for granted at all. And that the order of the world is such that... Happiness, peace, and joy are the exception <laughs> rather than the norm. And uh, maybe I'm a bit jaded. I, I mean, maybe everyone else doesn't feel that way, but and maybe this is 2020 speaking as well. But I don't think it's just 2020. I think it's just 2020 is where I would say my reflections have matured to a stage, and it's made me able to come to certain conclusions a bit more firmer than perhaps I would have. But it's not as if I haven't, you know, certain things haven't been moving in my consciousness before now. So, when I look at it as a believer, and I also look at the way in which many of us have felt that Christianity is about, you know, God just making life easier for me. Even though, I mean, like I said, that wasn't the way, I've always said on my podcast that that wasn't really the way it was in the early days when we first came into christ then it was like in the 80s christianity was about you know living a life for god and enduring hardness really and you know walking the path of christ you know bearing the cross of christ and then later on it changed to the what i call the bless me christianity which is this prosperity happy go lucky life next level inspirational motivational christianity which is really not you know, it's not like that according to the Bible. If you read from the book of Matthew to Revelation, you will see more scriptures talking about this, you know, enduring hardness, um, lifestyle, perseverance, you know, and all that, than the happy-go-lucky, bless me, inspirational, next level, my ambition is the goal, Christianity that we have been largely following. But I think 2020 has been a reality check for everyone. 
and I think in 2020 the kind of strength that has been required is not a happy-go-lucky one it's about it's, it's really about being able to endure hardness and I'm saying this is has been the case both for believers and anybody whoever you whatever it is you believe they have, you know it, it has really been about enduring hardness whether it is hardness economically about employment jobs or things whether it is hardness from the lockdown whether it is hardness about you know concern about the future whether it is hardness even from you know even the pandemic from health situations around the pandemic or the access or the fact that seeing a doctor in 2020 has been the most difficult thing ever or even being able to go into a hospital and raising funds you know just getting things done has been like exponentially harder so second timothy 2 verse 3 says thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of christ that no man that worried entangled himself with the affairs of this life there's a scripture that says if you faint in the day of adversity your strength is small and honestly i think that's a very good verse for 2020 because 2020 has tested the resilience of individuals of com- of countries of companies of nations of of church congregations also so it makes me realize that honestly resilience is something that all of us need to seek because the bible says if you faint in the day of adversity your strength is small there's a day of adversity for every man for every individual for every company for every family there is a day and I, and you know these things they are re- they are relative so what may be ad- ad- adversity for Mr. A is not adversity for Mr. B-, B. But adversity means adverse conditions. Yes. It may be the house flooding. It may be, you know, it can be anything. Health situations. It may be the loss of a loved one. Yes, there will be a day of adversity for everybody. But the word of God says we should endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. So the question I will ask myself now is, am I a good soldier? First of all, am I a soldier of Christ, number one? Am I a good soldier? Do I want to be a good soldier? Do I want God to see me as a good soldier? Does Jesus see me as a soldier? Have I enlisted for his army? If I have enlisted for the army of Christ, and I see myself as a soldier, and I want to be a good soldier, then I need to be able to endure hardness. And the issue then is for me to ask God, how am I going to endure? How do I, you know, what do I need to do to be able to endure hardness? And this is not hardness of heart. This is hardness, you know, as in being able to withstand, you know, the attacks of, you know, the, the, the challenges of life and, 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 and strengthen my faith even in that situation. That's a very good question. When it says endure, so it means endure the hardness of life. Yes. So it's not saying harden my heart. He's saying endure the hardness, the challenges of life. Persevere. In fact, um, other translations say suffer hardship with me as a soldier of Christ. Share in suffering. Accept your share of the suffering. <laughs> accept. <laughs> I can't even laugh. It says accept your share in the suffering. So there's a there's a portion of suffering in Christ which every soldier of his must partake in because the servant is not greater than the master jesus said if they persecuted me they will persecute you 
and he says they that he, jesus also says they that will live godly in christ they will suffer persecution he says in this world you will have tribulation in me you will have peace but rejoice for i have overcome so and you know i just wonder i'm like, I'm like i wish we, were, we had been prepared more for life rather than I, because i think a lot of us the reason why we're disappointed is because our expectations had been raised so high and we thought life was so much more than what it actually is and it seems to me i think if i speak for myself that a larger part of what i expect from life i may actually i may never actually get it in life but i know that i will get it in eternal life And I know that sounds really despondent, but yeah, that's really where I'm at. That's where my millions are taking me to. Or maybe even if I will experience them on earth, my faith and my confidence and should not be in those things, but rather in the joy that God gives, which is not really dependent on what is happening around me. Anyways, I am I am musing on endurance today and what it means to endure hardness so thank you for joining me so um it goes on to say in that second timothy 2 3 that okay thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of christ no man that was entangles himself with the affairs of this life second timothy 2 verse 9 to 11 still on that same second timothy 2 um from verse 10 says therefore i endure all things for the elect sakes that they may also obtain the salvation which is in christ jesus with eternal glory so this was paul speaking um later written to timothy and what was clear about paul was that he was completely sold out to the things of god he was living his life as a soldier of christ and he lived for the gospel i think the question i usually ask myself when i look at how the early church lived and how we are living now so i'm wondering that is it that our own <laughs> i don't know is it that our own christianity is different or is it that our mandate is different or is it that we think that the mandate for the early church was higher than the mandate to us or that we are somehow exempted and that god has changed you know we're in a different dispensation so right now it's all about me and my life and god has somehow you know decided that it doesn't really matter if whether i'm living for him I'm, I'm no longer the salt of the earth i'm now the salt of my life i'm no longer the light of the world i'm now the light of my own life you know do I, is that is that what we really believe because that's not what the scripture says the scripture doesn't say that god changes you know the standards or that the words that he wrote in the new testament was only for one age they were for all church ages you know and, and the bible says you know when jesus left he says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every nation and in another place it says and he says the gospel shall be preached unto all nations and then the end shall come so the mandate the, the ministry of reconciliation and all these things that have been committed unto us it, it, it's exactly this the same mandate he gave the early churches what we have received we are reading the writings of these people and this was what they lived you know and they were following they followed in the footsteps of christ so the apostles continued in the legacy of christ and that's what is expected of every church age we are also supposed to continue in that legacy as well so second timothy 4 verse 5 says 
but watch thou in all things endure afflictions do the work of an evangelist make full proof of thy ministry now the reason why i'm using on all of this is that i think if i was to really fully understand that this life is about enduring hardness i think a lot of things that i get really upset about will not upset me as much which is what second timothy 2 verse 3 is saying it says no man that was entangles himself with the affairs of this life because if i really knew and i understood and i was aware that i'm at war that anybody trying to distract me while i'm i have a bigger battle that i'm fighting i will not even look at the person because i know that there is a bigger existential crisis or situation that i am fighting here that is bigger than all that nonsense that is you are trying to talk to me about i will just ignore you you'll be looking for my trouble you can't find me because i am i am fighting i am a soldier i am focused on the battle of christ And I, that, that was really what Paul was telling Timothy. Mm. That he should take his focus away from all the distractions of life and focus on what is most important. So Hebrews 6, 14 to 16, um, Paul speaking to the Hebrew, say, Hebrew church saying, Surely I will bless thee and, and multiply and I will multiply thee. He was talking about... Um, God's promise to Abraham and he says that after he had patiently endured he Abraham obtained the promise of course we, we all know how that whole story went the time between when God promised Abraham he would bless him and before he actually even got the, the child of, of promise there was a very long time in between and a lot of things happened but that blessing that promise of blessings and multiplying actually did come to pass but Abraham had to endure a lot of things you know, in between then, contrary situations, even when they, in the process of moving from his father's house, his experience with Lord, you know, with so many other things that happened on the way. Hebrews 11 verse 26 to 28 says, By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, starting from verse 27, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him, that is God, who is invisible. Verse 26, he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in heaven so it says here that moses endured that he fled from egypt he did not fear the wrath of of the king he forsook egypt and that he was ready to go through the you know he endured the whole process of being the leader of the people of israel and serving god in the wilderness because he saw him who was invisible he esteemed the reproach of christ greater riches than the treasures in egypt and I think this, you know, this sort of like, how would I say, this, um, how would I say, difference of perspective is what will make the difference between how I deal with things in this natural life. So, the, I think what I get from is that when some persecution is coming, some, you know, there are some things you should just sidestep, as in just sidestep it. Because I think some drama comes into our life just to distract us from the purpose of God. This is what happened in Moses' life. There was drama that came at him for him to miss God's purpose. So all that whole um, experience with the Egyptians, people that he saw fighting and all of that, all of that was to distract him. But thank God he realized and he quickly went after that which God had called him to. Hebrews 12 12 then says 
um, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, Jesus, that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. So, so this is Jesus, you know, um, Paul now telling us that we should look unto Jesus, that Jesus himself endured the cross, despising the shame of the cross. And is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So there is definitely a place for endurance. And I have done a musing on endurance before, but I I I just know that I need to remind myself because I think that is that is something that I need right now. In verse seven of that same Hebrews twelve, um, Paul says, "If you endure chastening, God deals with you as a son." For what son is he whom the father does not chasten? So I see that there are different situations and contexts of endurance. There's endurance, there's enduring hardness as a good soldier of Christ. And that enduring enables, part of that is, you know, self-sacrificing, you know, self-control, making sure that you do not get entangled with the cares of this life. There is also enduring all things for the sake of the gospel so that, you know, people can, uh, the elect can obtain the salvation which is in Christ. So there's an endurance around the work of God, you know, living a life that is given to the, um, bringing salvation to others. Then there's enduring affliction, which also has to do with the work of an evangelist, you know, making full proof of the ministry. There's an affliction, there's an endurance, an enduring, endurance of affliction that comes with making full proof of your ministry, which is whatever it is God has called you and I to do. There's also a patient endurance that comes with, comes before being able to obtain the promise, which is what Abraham did. And there's an endurance, the type that Moses did, which esteems the reproach of Christ greater than the treasures in Egypt. So there's an endurance that makes that needs that requires me to forsake Egypt and esteem the reproach of Christ higher. So there is a, there is a level of endurance that will make me forsake the things of this world in exchange for the reproach of Christ. Now the reproach of Christ means taking God's counsel as higher than the material things that the world is going to give me. So I would rather subject myself, submit myself to God's purpose, even if it means losing some material things. That's what Hebrews 11 is saying here about what Moses did. Because Moses forsook the palace of Egypt in exchange for the wilderness of Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. So there's an endurance that comes with working with God. There's also an endurance that comes before we can obtain the promise. There's the endurance that comes, that makes us, that that keeps us from entangling ourselves with the affairs of this life. So Hebrews 10.32 says, Recall the former days after you were enlightened, you endured and a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those that were treated that way. So you can imagine here, yeah, I mean, I think Paul is very clear here about what he means by endurance. He says a hard struggle with sufferings. So there's a, there, there's a share of suffering, there's a share of hardship that every soldier of Christ must bear. That is 
what this endure hardness really talks about and every man it, it differences you know I, I think the bible here talks about you know there's there's a there's the hardship that has that the, there's the suffering that comes from you know living righteously so you know you're not able to do the things that other people will do to get money there's the endurance that comes from submitting to god's purpose and allowing god to rebuke and chasten you and do things the way he will have you do it have me do it rather than me doing it in my own way it's very laborious and sometimes you know there's that endurance that comes from, you know, making full proof of my ministry, being persecuted for the sake of Christ, you know. And sometimes, like Hebrews 10, 32 says, that the endurance that actually brings public reproach and shame simply for obeying God. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 says, love, and love endures all things. And, and even and sometimes this reproach may even come privately it may even be in your household you may even be suffering persecution because you are you know you are you are standing your ground as a believer or you are refusing not to repay evil with evil or play games the way certain people are playing games against you well first Corinthians 13 7 says love endures all things so this is you know this is very much what God wants from me as this is what God wants from you and I second Thessalonians 1 verse 4 says we glory in you the churches of God for your patience and faith in all persecutions and tribulations that you endure in all persecutions and tribulations that you endure it's very hard to understand but and trials and afflictions and sufferings there's not been enough thought about it so it seems so strange when even me as i'm using i'm like ah, why should i endure suffering but you know the bible says that it is a necessary path for a soldier of christ and i think it's because we're in a flawed world we're in a world where things are so corrupt if we are not hard we will not be able to change the world we will not be able to deliver people we will not be able to do the work we will not be able to war against the enemies of righteousness against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world we have to be able to endure hardness yes that's the reason actually because satan is still the god of this world small g he's still the prince of the darkness of this world and he still seeks to overcome this world with so much darkness that people will see no light but we are set as the light of the world the only way we will shine is if we are able to endure darkness hardness we are able to resist the devil we are able to war and fight the good fight of faith we are able to contend earnestly for the faith in closing Matthew 10 22 says and you shall be hated of all men this is Jesus speaking for my name's sake but that he that endures to the end shall be saved Jesus said you'll be hated of all men hated hated H-A-T-E-D, hated. Some of us can identify with this. It says, of all men, for my name's sake, but he amongst you, those of you that are followers of Christ, he that endures to the end shall be saved. So this then brings me to two things. So there's 
first and foremost we have to endure hardness i have to endure hardness as a good soldier of my christ that means i should not get myself entangled with the affairs of this life even when it wants to entangle me i will disentangle myself refuse to be entangled no matter how you persecute you try me you are trying to distract me whipping up drama so that i get myself locked into that drama you are setting agenda for me jesus name i reject it i will not see that trouble you won't find me at home i will dodge it I would rather set my heart and my mind on things above and follow the agenda of God. There's that portion of enduring hardness. And honestly, as I'm listening to it right now, I think it is very good for me to endure that hardness. And enduring that hardness means I am not entangling myself with the affairs of this life. I will fight the battle on my own terms in a way in which I can win, which is according to God's word and his counsel. I will not war in the natural way. But again, it's not just to endure the hardness, it's to endure till the end. That's what Jesus is saying here. And that is where I think a number of us, I think the endure to the end is what I actually need right now. For some of us listening, it may be the endure hardness. So I will leave this title, I will join the two, endure hardness and endure till the end. end. Because for some of us, we are still in the endure hardness phase. But for some of us, we have been enduring hardness. But because we've been enduring it for a very long time, we now feel like, oh, honestly, maybe I should just, you know, junk this thing. So for such people who are like me in that state, the word from the Lord to you is endure till the end. May the Lord bless the reading of his word today and cause that word to you to read and bring forth fruits in our lives. 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. And make us truly good soldiers of Christ who do not walk. Or who, who, who do not entangle ourselves with the affairs of this life and who will patiently endure like Abraham and thereby obtain the promise. Thank you, Lord, for enabling us all to endure hardness and to endure till the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Have a blessed and glorious day. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye.